Hey, welcome to the Amusia Story Podcast. Today we've got a science fiction potboiler called The Royal Road. I'll just say one word about what that title means. In the ancient world, there were often two systems of roadways, one for peasants and one that was much nicer and called the King's Highway or the Royal Road. Alrighty, Ptolemy was doing some study of geometry with none other than Euclid. And uh, like most students of math, he got really annoyed and said, is there any way we can speed this up or I can learn it faster or what, man? Uh, and so <laughs> that's what he said. He said, what, man, to Euclid, right? And Euclid famously said to him, there is no Royal Road. To geometry. So that's the quote. <laughs> and this story actually does involve a shortcut to knowledge in matters of geometry, which sounds exciting, right? I mean, people really love geometry thrillers. Well, anyway, uh, more information, as always, is available on our podcast blog at amusia.org. And go to iTunes and give a review. Giving a review is important for podcasts, evidently. When direct contact was made with what I guess we can call an alien civilization, the first surprise wasn't so much the titanic wealth of information we received about uh, mathematics and, and physics, but rather the fact that it was me doing the talking to humanity and that I was doing so in the form of James Franco. That was the first surprise, and uh, this only happened a few moments ago. In fact, I can still see me slash James Franco right now on a gigantic monitor here at Stanford's Dinkelspiel Auditorium, the world headquarters for communicating with the intelligence known as the sender. Honestly, surprise number two, which is what James Franco had to say, was a lot greater than surprise number one. But let's savor those few moments when it was only the first surprise we had to deal with, and let me explain what's happening. First of all, James Franco. Nice guy, very talented. I met him briefly when he was cast as the lead character, me, Tony Jenkins, PhD, in a major motion picture called Sender. It's a biopic, though God did they simplify stuff and mess up details, but time is tight, so I am going to stick with the IMDb version of my story. James Franco slash Tony Jenkins is a mathematician, expert in something called superconsistency transforms, an exciting branch of the algebraic logic known as Balalgebras, after an obscure Indian mathematician named Bala, none of which is important right now. But let's say that these mathematical techniques, which first gained notice when they helped unify quantum and relativistic physics, were found by, by me to produce interesting results when used to analyze certain forms of white noise. I know James Franco made this stuff sound more gripping. Uh, he, even, he even had a love interest. But believe me, you'll have to accept that it was pretty gripping when I was able to decipher about six terabytes of meaningful information out of the cosmic background radiation suffusing our universe as a remnant of the Big Bang. To put it in IMDB terms, it appeared God wanted to talk to us, and uh, what he really wanted to talk about was geometry, and he had secretly opened up the conversation in the form of radio static and waited on the phone 13 billion years for us to answer. Because this was not quite Carl Sagan's contact we're talking about here. This was not ET phone home. We were not receiving a signal from anywhere, but rather stumbling into a conversation written in the physics of the universe itself. And that was really weird to accept, particularly for an agnostic like myself. The nut of the communique was in the form of an interrogative. That is, uh, there was a series of geometry propositions. And then at the end of that list, came 128 statements with a blank equivalency written in, like they were exam questions, honestly. So down on campus at Stanford, 
some associates of mine and I, put up an antenna and beamed out our answers encoded in the correct kind of static, which was silly to do. I mean, who would be listening? Instantly, by which I mean instantly, there was a shift in the cosmic background radiation itself, such that the decoding algorithms now spelled out a reply. Freaky, okay? I don't know if I can even explain how freaky this was. But now we had more geometry questions, like uh, 16,384 of them this time. Just like the first time, these were almost dunderheadedly simple questions, and pretty redundant ones at that, a lot of them. But buried between the lines and some of the uh, assumptions and the grammar of these questions, you know, were revelations that the physics department assured me were really valuable and really, I mean, godlike intelligent. Well, all of this captured a lot of attention, as you can imagine. Committees, governments, wall-to-wall 24-hour-a-day news coverage. Months spent preparing just the right answer humanity wanted to make to our 16,384-question geometry test. Time enough for James Franco to be hired into a movie version of the whole thing. And that is it. Here we are in the converted Dinkelspiel Auditorium, not five minutes from my own apartment on California's historic El Camino Real, and we have with us presidents and mathematicians and physicists and the Secretary General of the United Nations. We are all looking at a gigantic projection of current data interpretation of the background radiation when we send out our 16,000 some answers and poof. James Franco's on the monitor. Of course, it's not really James Franco and it sure isn't me, but it looks like James Franco and talks like him. And he is here to give us that second surprise I mentioned. Here is what he just told us. Hi guys! I'm doing that thing where I appear in a form that will make sense to you, etc. You know, because what I am, and you'll find this interesting, is an intelligence existing in a 121-dimensional space of which your universe is a proper subset. And here's the shitty thing. As you all know, your universe is expanding. Indeed, inflationarily, right? Which is, if you will, um, it's a geometric cancer within my larger and much more important universe. And you're so damn uncomplicated. We really couldn't figure it out, how things are working down there. Your geodesics are for shit. I mean, just crazy curvature parameters. Very weird. None of which would seem weird to you, uh, so we ask, right? And being outside your timeline, we could encode that communication in a radiation suffusion from t equals zero. Thank you so much for your help. You know, it turns out, some of you are going to know what I'm referring to here, um, that what we need to do is to deconform a super homological local topology incongruity, which will pop the polyp, so to speak, and really save us up here. Thank you so much. Um, from what I can tell of human intelligence, you may think of it as a bad thing to have your universe deflated to a nullity. So it's a solid favor, guys. I thank you again. My old mentor and faculty advisor, who was played by Morgan Freeman in the movie, grabs me by the lapels. Is he saying what it absolutely sounded like he just said? And then the roof of the auditorium opened up. It was almost as if, before being threaded out into an infinite geometric string and enfolded to nullity, I really had a moment where I saw the stars and galaxies wrenched open before me, bending, their light stretching into blackness.